Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. UndergroundVideoNetwork.com presents... The We Talk Too Much Podcast. This is where the fun begins. Comic books, superheroes, sci-fi, gaming, and everything nerdy. That's it. This is just too weird. Now, here's your host of the We Talk Too Much Podcast, Mike and Richard. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode. I almost forgot how to do this, Richard. (laughs) Thanks for everyone for joining us for uh, Underground Video Network's We Talk Too Much. I am Michael Boroff. And I'm Richard Caddo-John. Rich, I, it feels like that we're going to have to do a end of summer recap because it's been a minute since me and you've gotten, yeah, gotten to do this. I think the last time we did something was, I don't it was like mid-summer. It was like July. I don't think it was July. might have been June. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing because even with the ability to do the show the way that we're doing now, which is so much easier than getting together, we first started doing it, it was just like life just went, nah, brah, no, we're, we're, we're going to get in the way. Yeah, jobs and everything else. <laughs> Especially you, man. You've been killing it at your job. I it's almost like on the the Saturday afternoons where I'm like, I'm going to get a hold of Richard to do a show. God only knows where you're at doing video and taking pictures at. Yeah. Yeah. This was busy. Like last weekend was crazy. I had, um, ONU's, uh, Ohio Northern university's homecoming parade. And then I had, um, a Halloween parade in Kenton. And then I was at a, um, united way uh charity events so it was like a full day last week yeah and speaking of like halloween uh for anyone who's uh local to the lima ohio area uh i was so happy the the folks at safety city uh reached out to my uh, cosplay group my local cosplay group the heroes for hope to volunteer with their trick-or-treat rich oh yeah oh my god look safety city has been a staple in my life since i was five years old since i was tricycle age because that's the way it was for those that don't know safety city it's a small community of local buildings and roads where they teach young children road safety and you know stop signs and stop lights and to come back after all these years and see it not only still going but evolved huh. oh my god i was i felt like a kid in the candy store it was great but yeah we got to do the trick-or-treat there which they put on such a great um 
event. Uh, well, well managed, well run. You know, it wasn't just like a, a mob of everybody. You know, they had us, me and or me. They had our group and dozens of other local groups all around the quote unquote streets of Safety City. And it was just a constant stream of kids, and it was it was so much fun. I bet they love seeing you guys all dressed up and stuff. Oh yeah. Although you know, um, I went as a Ghostbuster. Um, our friend Jared was uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> our friend Adam was Star Lord, and a good friend of mine, uh, Tony, he was Captain America. And the kids loved them. It was the grown-ups that were that were digging the Ghostbusters suit. So yeah, it it, it was a lot of fun. That was about the extent of my Halloween experience this year too. Was how candy at Safety City. Mine was I I was at Kroger's and the candy was all on discount. I just happened to be there the same time oh. was going on up at Finley, so I I bought three bags of Reese's. <laughs> oh man, I can feel it though. <laughs> oh, I know. It, it was it was to the point, Richard, where. Um, we we learned from our mistakes. Uh, the Heroes for Hope also uh, a, about a month ago got to do. Were invited to be in the Canal Days parade in Delphis, and it was the first time we have done a parade as a group, and we were super excited for. It. You know, we had candy. <laughs> that candy didn't make it halfway through the parade route, dude. I'm from Delphis. I was not expecting this, and I mean the kids still loved us, but. You get so far down the parade route, the kids are like, where's the candy fat, man? You know, why, you know. So we learned our lesson, and everybody in the group brought a couple bags of candy. And when we had it all in the trunk, we were thinking to ourselves, like, oh, man, we are so going to be gorging ourselves on the leftover. Oh, no. No, Richard, it was... There were so many people that the volunteers were well prepared. They were walking around to the volunteers with bags of candy if they needed it, and we needed it. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, I've been over to that a couple of times. That parade is pretty big parade. It really is. And what was really – talk about a nice little small town thing was as we're finishing up the parade – um, it was super nice because we took, we took, I'm not bragging, right? We, we took my Mustang, had the top down, which worked out fantastic because Murphy's Law, halfway through the parade, poor Adam, who was dressed as Superman, because he is a fantastic Superman. I've been there. I've, I've experienced his pain. He had a boot blowout. Ooh. The heel of his boot just he was walking, the heel was still there, which I have had happen too. So we just we just sat him on the back of the the, the Mustang, you know, like Grand Marshal waving to the kids. <laughs> it was cool because when we were done, when you got to the grandstand or you know grandstand, you know, where the um, the judging. The judging, you know, we didn't sign up for judging, but I knew the MC from my local vape store. <laughs> and it was one of those weird moments where I was Dr. Strange, so I had my wig on. 
But it was just like, oh, here we have the Heroes for Hope. We've got Superman. Cap and as soon as he looked at me, he put the he put the pieces together. He's I could almost hear him say Mike underneath <laughs> his breath. But it's like and we got Doctor Strange. So <laughs> but yeah, they do, they do, they do do a really nice parade. I had that incident like that happen down at uh, one of the football games when I was covering the football games. The announcer just happened to know me, and he goes, "Welcome to the field, the Kenton Times reporter, or Richard Catterjohn." <laughs> no, what was really cool was um, when I emailed in our application to be in the parade. A friend of the family from when I was married was the woman that responded back she's like yes mike of course you can be in a parade i'm like maria what are you oh so you got to give it up for a small town sometimes man i i love stuff like that i've i've been saying i've been covering these little events and stuff you know it's just like going to a comic book show because <laughs> it really is yeah you, you know everybody but at the same time you just keep walking around in circles <laughs> perfect example that rich um since we legitimately, we're just going to be doing a catch up of all the nerdy, nerdy stuff we've done since our last podcast. One of the greatest Christmas presents my sister has ever given me last Christmas was a season pass to the Ohio Renaissance Festival. I'll be damned if I didn't because she gave me the paper copy to it and it's December. So I'm like, I'm going to put this someplace where I'm not going to lose it. Fast forward four months later, where did I put it? But I got to go down more this year than I have in years combined. <clears throat> um, I can't talk enough about the, the Ohio Renaissance Festival. I could do an entire episode, but uh, one of the big draws this year was is they have added on a new area in the back. And before the festival started, I, you know, I follow all that stuff on Facebook and the like. I knew they were putting something together in the back. I had no idea, Rich, the scope of it. That plate, the new area is about the size of maybe half or a third of the entire size of the Renaissance Festival. Wow. Yeah. And it really helped out a lot because, like, the first weekend I went down, this was the first time. I mean, I didn't go. I wasn't there at gate open, you know, like at 10 o'clock. I got there about 11. I have never had to park farther in the back <laughs> than I did. And I'm like, oh, man. It's going to be great, but it's, it's going to suck. Had my season pass, walked right in. Dude, with that new area in the back. There was more people there than probably ever, but it didn't feel that way because it was so spread out. And, of course, I got to give it up for one of my favorite weekends ever down there. Uh, me and our friend uh, Jared uh, went down for Time Traveler's Weekend. Oh, yeah. God, holy crap, that was so much fun. I, I love that weekend so much. Rich? I thought of you so many damn times <laughs> because there were so many OG Star Trek people. Oh, geez. <laughs> and I'm like, God, man, he's been 
to do this for years. And it was, oh, it's speaking of Richard, tying into something we were talking about before the show started. Um, while I was sitting, I was very excited. I'm a very excitable person, if you can't tell. And uh, I'm, I may have indulged since Jared drove. I had a few adult beverages, which I don't normally get to do when I go to the Renaissance Festival. So I was feeling a little happy. But Rich, we're sitting there eating these baked potatoes. Holy God. <laughs> Mind-blowing. It was in the new area, too. But we're sitting there eating. And a Boimler walks by. Yes, Rich. He had the right uniform, and he had the purple in his hair. Oh, geez. And word of advice, if you're at a con, I don't care where, con, festival, wherever, if you see somebody dressed up in a very, I, I don't want to say obscure, but probably not predominantly known costume, pay them props. They will love you for it. Because he's walking by, and I just looked at him and went, Boimler! And <laughs> Dude, he lit up, man. It was just like, it was like unspoken thank you. <laughs> it was, it was, it was fantastic. And it was one of those things, Richard, where like one weekend I ran into a, a, a two dozen people that I know from cons, you know, people that I've gotten to know over the years, you know, do cons. Um, our friend uh, Molly Durst, she wasn't there, but a mutual friend of ours was there, and um, he was there with a friend, and they were dressed up as Lone Star and Barf, and it was oh, it was just priceless. But I got to go about three times this year, and I got to tell you, I don't know what it was, Rich, but especially the first weekend, I didn't go opening weekend. I went the next weekend. I don't know what it was, Richard, but everybody, all the performers, Mud Show, the Swordsmen, the Jousting, they were on fire. Literally watching shows that I've seen them do a thousand times, but it was just, they nailed it out of the park. It was fantastic. And you had pretty good weather, too, I would imagine, right? Yeah. Um, the the Weekends that I went was phenomenal. It wasn't overly hot. Um, I'd heard, uh, I think it was maybe the second to last weekend, it got a little rainy, but it was, for those of you that have gone down to the Ohio Renaissance Festival, it was perfect Renfest weather. <laughs> it was jolly old England weather. <laughs> and it was great. I went down there. Um, Rich, uh, remember a friend of ours from way back when, uh, Kimberly? Oh, yeah. I've known Kimberly for going on 10, 11 years now. And of all the years that I've known her, we've never gotten to go to the Renaissance Festival together. I was heading down there one weekend. She got a hold of me and she's just like, hey, I was going to go with some friends. Uh, they canceled. Are you planning on going down? I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm halfway there. So we got a chance to meet up. First time in 10 years, we got to go to the Renaissance Festival together. And it was I'm it was the first time that she had gotten to go. And I'm telling you, it, it's moments like that, Richard, that make me appreciate why the doctor 
Because I got to bring it back to Doctor Who. Why the Doctor travels with a companion. You go to something you've seen a hundred times, but you go with somebody that's never experienced it. It's it's a whole new level. Yeah, I couldn't make it down that time travelers weekend because I was over at CXC. Um, yep. in there, and I went like every single night, so it was crazy. Yeah, I was going to get a hold of. It was one of those coin flip moments where she's like, "God, I know I missed it last year. I think I missed it last year because it was the same weekend." Yeah, it was the same weekend too. And I love the folks down there at CXC, but God, man, that's my time travelers weekend. But I saw you were going. I'm like. So how was it? I saw the pictures and everything. It looked fantastic. Yeah, it was a good turnout and had fun, you know. Um, I went to, um, like I said, got to see most of the talks for the evening. I couldn't go down during the day because um, scheduling at work got confused. I was supposed to have off, but I didn't get off. So I literally put out uh, three newspapers and still went down every day. So it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But um, no, it was fun. Got to see a lot of new people. And I did the same thing as I did last year. I was talking to a, a newer, um, well, I, almost every year I've gone down, I met somebody new and was talking to them everything. Mm -hmm. And last year I did this and um, they won the, uh, oh, the Emerging Artists Award. Excellent. And it was really bizarre. I was talking to that person and then they got selected <laughs> and stuff. This year, I was talking to a new person. He he actually does like um, the other thing he does besides the comic book stuff, which is great. I love. It. I picked up his, some of his stuff, but he also does like retro commercials from the '90s and digitizes them, put them online. So we were talking, uh -oh. about and then all of a sudden, I'm standing on the other side, and um, Jay's up there in the top announcing, and I'm started filming and everything. Next thing I know, I follow Caitlin around to where it was, and it was that person I was just talking to again. So two years awesome. in a row, a brand That's new awesome. person that I met actually turns out to be the emerging artist, and it was like, this is unique, two years in a row. So next year, if you're a new artist in the area down at the show, and I come around talking to you, yep. you might have I'm, a chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say that, yeah, if Find Richard. Evidently, he is like the the uh, indie comic uh, Buddha. Just find Richard, rub his tummy, and you're going to win. <laughs> and, then, and then I got to meet some of the up, other people that I, you know, new people I never even knew and stuff like that. And there was even a connection with uh, Monkeys versus Robot. We met those some of those guys down at Louisville several years ago when we were set up down Louisville. Well, he's the one that was actually was the artist and I never met him before. And he was at that show too. So it was like, it was really neat seeing people that I knew, but didn't know and vice versa mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So. Oh, that's awesome. Speaking of, um, we haven't got to, me and you haven't got a chance to, uh, to hit a con recently, but I did get the chance to go down to the, Cincinnati Comic Expo uh, with uh, our friend um, Ginger Snap, and we met up with Jared down there, and they put on again. It was a great show. Oh, it's uh, always a cool show. <laughs> it, yeah, it had a lot of fun too. It was well organized. Well, the old man Richard. The only thing I didn't like was. Remember, Richard, how we always parked in the same parking garage? Right. And we walked down the street, and 
you go in that first set of double doors right there yeah, on, on the west side yeah yes no 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 not anymore you got to walk all the way around oh wow to the east side okay. the complete opposite side of the building uh, they they used to have that open way back in the day. I don't even remember back when I used to work for them. That used to be open. You could cut through that area. But they were they started the remodeling or something, didn't they, with the Duke Center? That's what it is. Because we found out while we were down there that next year they're going to be doing the uh, the remodeling. So they're going to be moving the expo to Shannonville. That's it. Yeah. God, I love you, man. <laughs> yeah. It was like. As soon as I'm starting to talk about it, I'm like, I don't know the name. I don't know the name. Rich will know it. They're yeah. moving it down to. That's yeah. where they have like like horror hounds there, and yes. um, Muzz's uh, group has their show there too, the toy yep. show. So, because um, they were going to have a big sci-fi convention the year, I think they did finally have it last year, and we couldn't go that weekend or something. But they, but with COVID, everything got canceled that year. He was actually going to move into that center and stuff that year. So that's yeah. why I know that area, you know. So, but it's smaller than the Duke. So next year is going to be a little bit smaller. So yeah, but the thing about it is, it was very. I, I'm interested in seeing how how it's done because at Duke. There was a lot there, but it was still spread out enough where it didn't feel crowded. Yeah, it's Duke, right? Or is it Drake? Yeah, it was Duke, right? Yeah, it's Duke Energy yeah. Center. Yeah. The Duke I Energy I said, Center. I thought I said that wrong. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I really did. I, I felt very good for uh, a lot of the creators and artists because w me and you have been to shows, Richard. We won't say that. We've been to shows where they just jam pack everybody in so tightly that it's impossible to to stand there and and have a conversation with their creator and i don't even mean that from like our point of view like interviews and stuff i mean to stand there and talk to somebody about their book or look through their art it's just so congested but cincinnati didn't have that issue at all oh good the other show uh i got to go down to richard uh i can't remember what you were doing i went no. Jim uh, City. Yeah, we, we went to Jim City on Saturday. We went, we went Saturday. I went down with the um yeah. I went down with somebody on Sunday. But yeah, Jim City, we never uh Yeah, we, we did really, we did one episode I think right after that or right before it. But yeah, we got we got to interview the uh the Jim City uh, roller derby ladies. That's right, and my friend Kenzie. Yeah, that was another really great. Ah, oh God, I, I still tell people to this day that people who who approach me and like, ah, I really want to go to a comic con, but you know, it looks so crowded. Blah blah. Jim City is the one that I always tell people to go to. It's not overwhelming. Yeah, it's got a lot of the uh, regional creators there. That's what yeah. makes that one really unique because. Um, I mean, it's not that you see the same people all the time, but there's even new people constantly because, yeah. like, like your one friend, she was actually tabling, what was it, for the first time or something? Yes, that was her first table. So, and and I, I was, oh, yeah, it was unique to get that on video and everything. So, and it was one of those, those rare moments, too, where not only was she a friend, but she was somebody who's 
art is literally hanging on my wall. <laughs> and it wasn't like I didn't buy it because, oh, this is which, you know, I will do, you know. Uh, no, I bought it because it's genuinely really good. And I was more than happy to to not like we, you know, promote her, but, you know, promote her. It was like, this is good stuff, people. Yeah, um, like I said, there's a bunch of shows going on this weekend, so make make sure you check the area because Columbus has got a couple of shows, Akron's got a show, and Pickle tomorrow's got the Pickle Comic Con, you know. So yeah, so if you get a chance to go to any of them shows tomorrow, it's going to be a busy day in Ohio. <laughs> Just in case, uh, uh, what date was it? Tomorrow would be the fifth. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's right. November the 5th, for those who were on delay, the whole weekend of November 4th and 5th in Ohio. Uh, I'm sure there's five shows for sure, and maybe a sixth if I think, because I think there was going to be like a at one of your brick places that sells the Legos was having a toy gathering or something too. So you got to kind of include that too. So there was like yeah. six big events going on. And I think there was even a show up at Toledo at a library. Yep. <laughs> so there might have been seven different events going on today, as of <coughs> today. <laughs> yeah, and because the uh, the one you were mentioning, Richard, the uh, the breakfast down in Cincinnati. Oh, <laughs> I really did, but it's an off pay week. And Christmas <laughs> is right around the corner, and here is the thing. Okay. One of my friends, uh, Mark Nabler, who is a great cosplayer, he does um, a lot of Star Wars. Uh, he got to go down because one of the exhibits was Star Wars themed. Uh, one of the main draw attractions there was it was a huge Star Destroyer, but in red. And I got to see pictures just a little bit of, as of recording. It's just about a couple hours ago. Of him next to it, I'm like, ah, oh, man, you're killing me, Smalls. And I'm like looking at the thing. I'm like, I could go tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, but I did get the chance to Richard um, a few weeks ago. Well, actually, you mentioned it, Toledo. I really do. I I'm slipping my old age, Richard, because our mutual friend Katrina. What was it last weekend? The one in Toledo. Her and her family got to go to it, and she, like, texted me. She's like, I'm surprised you're not here. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> she sent me pictures. I'm, like, looking at my watch. I'm like, Toledo? <laughs> but I did get to go to one in Fort Wayne about a few weeks ago, and that is such a great show. I love, I love those shows because – not only do you get to see great and i call it art because it's art meets engineering <laughs> because take it from somebody who who builds lego religiously when i see some of their their original their mocs my own creations it's mind-boggling and there was some down there richard they had an entire setup where uh they had robots droids of, of different you know there was a couple little r2d2s but they were actually playing large scale chess wow on the floor it was gridded out with like uh, qr codes that the 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 robots knew you know where to go 
But it was. It was a fantastic show. It was also heartbreaking, Richard, because this was the first time when I went down there, Richard, I know I'm going to spend money, but I went down there with a mission. I knew what I was looking for. There was two sets down there, Richard. I had when I was eight years old. I had to go back through and look up the time that those sets were came out. It was the original train and the original space uh, series monorail. It had those down there still in box for thousands of dollars. Oh, wow. The monorail was $1,200. Oh, geez. The train was $700. And I'm like, oh, my God. There was one setup, Richard, that it was like literally stepping back in time. Everything on this man's table, everything was like OG, like early 80s wow. city. And I mean, it wasn't like recreation. I looked at it. I'm like, I wreck. I had that shell station. I had that racetrack. Oh, it was phenomenal. What I'm trying to say is, even if you're not a big Lego fanatic like I am, there are a lot of things to to view and appreciate at one of those shows. It's just, again, it's art meets engineering. Cool. I know, like it's um, there's one coming up in Columbus too, isn't there? One coming up in. Yep, and I got that. It's the same one. It's the same um, company, or you know, Brickfest. Okay. That, that did they hit? They're hitting Ohio like a hard because it was like Toledo, Cincinnati, then uh, Columbus is. I want to say it's the first weekend in January. Oh, okay. It, and I'll be damned if I didn't bookmark, screenshot everything that I when I found that Facebook page. I'm like, I'm not missing that one because I've been in Columbus a couple times, and it's just. Oh. <laughs> I know um, Galaxy Con's coming up too down there in Columbus. Yes, and I was going to talk to you about it because one way or another, I'm going to go. You just want Paula Abdul's um, autograph. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> tell me. Did you see she was a hundred and fifty-five dollars for the photo package? No. <laughs> see, Scat Cat showed up too. We'll talk. Bundle package, Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat. Yes, I remember. You didn't even have to look up that cat's name, man. No, here's what Richard was. You know me. I'm not an overly uh, celebrity going after type person. You know, if it's somebody, you know, special, like, you know, when I got to meet Mike Rosenbaum and Tom Welling and George Glo or uh, uh, Glover, the dad, fantastic. I'm Smallville. That, that meant something to me, you know. There's a lot of celebrities going to be there, but the one that I'm going after, Richard, come hell or high water. Is Dante Bosco? Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Rufio. Most people know him. Remember him as Rufio from Hook. I know him as uh, <coughs> Prince Zuko 
from Avatar The Last Airbender. I, if I'd have thought about it, I didn't plan ahead. I'm wearing my Earth Kingdom shirt. I should have wore my, my Fire Nation shirt. I'm Look, I've already got my head shaved. For the people that can't see or you know, listening, I it has nothing to do with that. I, But the idea that I can get a picture with Prince Zuko dressed in my Avatar costume. And then I found this out, Rich. When we went down to Cincinnati, again, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't know what all to expect when I went down to Cincinnati. Uh, I knew that the people that I, I, I feel horrible for not remembering the name of the organization, but the ones that always have like the gigantic prop set up, you know, like the one year when we went down, Richard, they had the Iron Giant, right? And then the one year we went down, they had Battle Cat and uh, Panther, Panther. No, Richard, when we walked into the door, when I was with Angie, right as we walked in the door was a life-size Appa oh, from wow. Avatar. I almost dropped, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm a grown-ass man, I almost dropped to my knees and wept because it wasn't like a small little reproduction. No, 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 we're talking full size. And to make it even better, when, because uh, I, I had gone as, uh, for that show, uh, Doctor Strange, um, had I known, I would have worn my avatar. But while I was waiting in the line to uh, get my picture, oh, you damn right, I was going to get my picture on Appa. There was a young lady in front of me with her parents. She was dressed as Ty Lee from Avatar. Oh, wow. And not only did she look phenomenal, she was doing cartwheels and backflips. Oh, geez. And gymnastics. And it was just like, I was just like, you win. You win. I'm <laughs> done. But I got my picture on Appa, and he mentioned to me that they are going to be at GalaxyCon with Appa. Wow. So... I, if everything goes according to plan, I hate saying that, knock on wood. <laughs> I know, especially in December. <laughs> I know, oh my God. Uh, but if everything goes like I would like it to go, I will get to go down there dressed as. It, okay, because I bald headed in the beard, I get one of two. It depends on who people recognize. It's either. Um, uh, Tenzin or adult at or adult Aang. It's you know, bald head, beard. You know, I let them decide. I will go as I. I say I'm there as Aang, but I've had people. You know, it doesn't matter. But I will get a chance to get a picture as Aang on Appa and with Zuko. I'm just my mind is just like. Somebody mentioned, did you see this? Per I don't care. Tunnel Vision, uh, Dante Bosco, you know. <laughs> Other people are going to be there. I'm sure they're fantastic. I just, you know. Oh, yeah, it should be interesting. I, I'm going to try to get, I probably won't be able to get off, but I would like, I'm probably thinking about going down. So we'll have to talk about that off camera. So, yeah. 
it, you know, it, it's just one of those things where one way or the other, one way or the other, I will say another, I, I, I got to do that. And I, I, I like when I go down, I like doing stuff like that. When we're not down, when we're not at a show working, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. you know, now, you know, we're there on, you know, we're, we're there with uh, a press pass. I, we're working, we're, we're on the job and I always feel bad, you know, like, well, I'm going to spend the next hour and a half in line for this autograph, which we still use, you know, we post a picture, you know, but you see what I'm saying. Well, I know Galaxy. Actually, we're, the reason I really want to go down, I got to get a picture with Topanga. <laughs> oh my god! I know, dude. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I thought of you because um, I saw this great TikTok. Because I, <laughs> I signed up for TikTok. I doubt uh, I would. You're gonna be you a no. <laughs> Damn you! No, 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 no. The only thing I can influence people on are bad decisions. No, my good friend, my good friend Adam, uh, sent us a link to this great like indie movie trailer, but it was only on TikTok. And like as soon as I clicked on it, I got like five seconds into it, then that thing popped up. It was like sign up. I'm like, uh, I really want to watch this. <laughs> so yeah, I signed up and then. I doubt I'm ever going to do anything. I mean, nobody, you know, sound like the old man because I know there are people that are twice our age, both of our ages, <laughs> that make great, like, le legitimately, I hate the word influencer, but I will say that there are a lot of creators out there that I have over time developed respect for. Like, that's good shit. That's good stuff. You know what I mean? But, um, Christ, Richard, where was I going? I was on TikTok. Uh, yeah, this is it's the con thing. The only bad thing is, you know, you, you say all that stuff. We've been doing it for years. <laughs> Real quick, Topanga. Here's the one I saw. It was this guy, and it was one of those, like, uh, me back in the 90s. And, it, you know, the, the way he shot it, he looked like he was small watching TV. And shows he's like me. Me in the 90s discovering Topanga. And they showed, you know, <laughs> clips of, you know, Topanga from early in the show. Then it, it cuts to or stitched together. See, Richard, I know these. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hip. I'm cool. I'm down with it. It's stitched. But uh, he goes, me now. And it's him in frame. And then he pans over. And there is Topanga in real life. And she throws his arm around him. I'm like. No, that's that's good stuff. It's either that or I'm going to get Hot Lips's photograph. But oh, God, uh, wait a minute, no, Loretta Swift. Yep. Ah! <laughs> I remember my own birthday, but God damn it, I can remember the Captain <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, and then what's his um, um what's his name is going to be there too? Um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Again. I can't remember my own birthday, but I remember Jamie. Yeah, Fox. I slipped on that. I just knew both of them was going to be there, you know. I am, you know what? I am, I'm really tempted, Richard. 
um, I'll get with you. I was really tempted to get one with both of them too. Just not almost for me, but for my dad. I almost, <laughs> dude, because that was my dad's show back in the day. And if any way I could ever, I know my dad. We'd walk in, he'd get the picture, and he'd be gone. Like, yep, met him. I'm out. You know. But I know, I know, getting a picture with the two of them would tickle my dad. I know that would make his day. Well, this is like when I got uh, Lindsay Wagner's a photo taken with her. You know, to me, that was the ultimate. There was after I did that between that and Tia Carrera, I was done. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, but there's been a lot of other shows going on, dude. We got to talk about some shows. We've been just talking. Oh, about I know. Oh, crap, man. <laughs> um, so many, so, so much really great stuff has come and gone. I wanted to thank you because I mentioned Boimler earlier. Richard, you're talking about the shows, uh, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. Right. And uh, uh, Lower Decks. Lower Deck. Lower Deck. No, dude, I'm all in. No. And here's what here's what bit me as for the only thing I wish you would have warned me for is I signed up for Paramount. And we can oh just realize, Richard, we can actually say the names. The writer strike is over. As of recording this right now, the writer strike is over, so we can mention names. Sorry, I just listened to so many podcasts that have been like pre-recorded you know and she's like yeah. no 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 can't say the names but as we're recording this because we i was fully in support of them um there was a bunch of sh there was quite a handful of shows it was like that in yellow jackets hey, i just thought so we, we can use that as our excuse why we weren't during shows <laughs> and for a minute anybody believes that this garbage is written Oh, I'm sorry. I just had to say that. Page 32, Mike loses his shit over Jamie Farr. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, no, I, I signed up for it on, on your recommendation. And I'm telling you, uh, Strange New World is, in my opinion, some of the best Trek we have gotten since. The next generation. I mean, Deep Space Nine and Voyager, props to them, but I'm saying, damn. You know what I mean? Those were, those were, oh, God, that was a good show, Richard. And the only thing is that when I got to the, I don't want to say final episode, but like, you know, the, because of the writer strike, you know, the last episode, you know, I, that was the first in a very long time, Richard. I was just like, for, where, where when's the next episode coming out? I, I I I want one, but I made the mistake, Richard. Is you know how I am when I binge a show? It's I do one show. I did Strange New Worlds, not knowing that there was going to be a quote unquote cameo from the people from Lower Deck. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just kind of like oh man. But it was great because... Did you know Lower Decks before that episode, or did you watch that episode first before you saw it? No, no, no. I knew of it, but I hadn't started watching it yet. Okay. And 
first of all, because I, I I knew enough, because especially from Jack Quaid, who I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of his. You know, the boys, anything. So you know, I knew the character. You know, I knew of the show. I did not know that was coming. <laughs> and it was just like, how are they? Oh my god! Then when you really realize, Richard, here's how well that show is put together. Dude, that is one of the very few shows where you could translate the characters from animation to live action using the voiceover, the the, the voice actors, and it made one. They it was they, they were them in real life. Yeah, <laughs> like it was no stretch of the imagination, you know. And you know how I am. That was shortly after the time. That was shortly before Richard. I sent you that uh, picture from uh, when I was watching it because I go, I get my Paramount through uh, Amazon. I just you know one less icon up on the screen. But you know I do the in scene thing. You know it's like because I'm that type of person. It's like I have to know everything this person is in, or especially animated. I have to know who that voice is. And I'm going through and I'm like, oh my god. Um. Oh, Richard, the cyborg with the uh, the I uh. Oh, um. Not Thoroughgood. Ah, Rutherford. The guy that does Rutherford's voice is also Casey from Loki. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I knew him from Tacoma. Uh, uh, FD. You know, it was just like. I love, I adore stuff like that when, you know, like my fandoms cross over and everything. But when I looked up the actress for Tendi, well, it said something like she was in an, uh, uh, something from like 20 years ago. I'm like, she's, no, you, no. <laughs> no, I, I, Strange New Worlds was phenomenal. It really is. It's some of my favorite tricks. And Lower Deck. God, man. Well, I told you I'm in love with Nurse Chapel's character. Now. Oh, see why? That's, oh, man. I mean, it was just so bizarre. I mean, she was so strong this season. You know, yeah. we had some really well-written, you know, episodes that just featured her because, like, when she was going to go off and study with the Vulcans, you know, that was crazy, you know. Oh, and then the relationship, and I say the, yeah. the relationship with her and the doctor, and then getting like the they did it perfectly too because you waited, they waited until a couple seasons in to get that flashback. Yeah. When they met. Wow. I mean good storytelling. That is, I mean, well written. Yeah, you're not you're not used to seeing Star Trek having a war scenario. You know, yeah. you know, because because we've always had the episodes after all that, you know, and then the 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 only time we've really had the war part was Deep Space Nine, you know, with yeah. uh, with like the Kardashian and the other stuff, you know, and it was what you know what it was, but it's just weird actually seeing some that where stuff comes from, you know. Yeah, and you know what else I really appreciate when you mentioned the thing about the war was in Lower Deck. Fantastic, great comedy, but they touch. I uh, was uh, an episode I, when I say recently, you know, for me, recently watched was 
when Mariner was just like, I signed up to explore the galaxy. You know, it was when she was having her little crisis of faith, or you know what I mean, when she was acting out, yeah. you know, and yelling like hardcore, you know, even for Mariner, where it was just, it was like, wow. I mean, wow, for, for an animated comedic show, that was a really heavy moment. Did you finish the season out yet? The last episode? Okay. Uh, spoilers in case we say something. I just want to make sure in case we, we slip and say something to give something away, you know, because no, it just dropped. <laughs> well, I'd forgotten how recent the show is because I felt like I got to it late, but it was that last episode when I got to it, it was show it was saying that it wasn't available yet. And I'm like, no. You know, I'm going through and checking to make sure that my Paramount prescription or prescription subscription was up. And I'm like, oh, it's a new new. Yeah. I I love that show. That's why I want to make, make sure people, because, you know, you, some people are behind a couple weeks or whatever. So, you know, and, and especially when it had the uh, um, the tie-in with Next Generation with uh, <laughs> and all that. That was And then Dude, with that, Peter, <laughs> it was just, you know. That something. show is the great, no. That show is a prime example of you can tell when a TV show is written by educated fans <laughs> because the easter eggs they drop holy crap even i was like wait a minute oh crap you know i did like no spoilers i but when they they were talking to the main uh antagonist of the last couple episodes where it's just like he looks an awful lot like tom paris i don't see it he sounds like Tom Paris too. I don't see. I'm like, I looked it up because that's the way. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it was really played by the same actor. <laughs> and and there was a lot of reason behind that because originally that was supposed to have been the same character on Voyager, but they yeah. didn't. I can't remember exactly the whole part because it the pilot was reshot or something had to do with a lot of behind the scenes shift and they just didn't want to bring that character back even though basically it was the same character yeah yeah when they dropped names like wesley crusher and oh god that was i i do i lo i i wanted to personally thank you for that rich because both of those show i i'm hard pressed to tell you which one i like more strange new world or Love them both equally, but for different reasons. And dude, to be able to pull off, legitimately pull off a musical episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bravo. And the Klingons. <laughs> uh, that was I, one of the other big things that really got me into it, Richard, was uh, not got me into it, but I, one of the things I was really looking forward to was Carol Kane. Oh my God! I adore that woman so much, all the way from Taxi to Scrooge, Princess Bride. If she's in it, I'm gonna watch it. Her character was top notch. Oh my God! 
you think I don't remember you, but I do. I failed you for a I was like, oh. And the whole thing explaining about Balkan and the retrofitting yeah. that told remember how I was trying to explain to you that wibbly wobbly, but I didn't really want to spoil anything. I hope I didn't spoil anything when you watched that. But nope. did that totally make sense after you watched it? What I was trying to say. Yep. And because I you know me, Richard, I go down the rabbit hole. Speaking of wibbly wobbly, of course I had to look up every single actor in that show. The uh, the actress that plays the descendant of Khan, right? She was in an episode of Doctor Who. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> she was the one that uh, like she ba she basically kind of named the river because she gave uh, Amy the little uh, blanket that had you know the uh, river's name on, it. and I'm like. <clears throat> Yeah, Who's going to get really interesting. We don't really want to go quite there yet because it's not quite time. But <laughs> no, but um, that was the other thing, too, Richard. When I went down to the Time Travelers Weekend, saw great doctors. I got a picture with the TARDIS. This was a great moment for me. Um, as Jared and I were leaving, we were leaving about closing time. All of the people that came, they came as a group. Uh, all the doctors, and I'm, when I say all the doctors, I mean one through everybody. As we're walking out, I just heard somebody yell, doctor, and I instinctively turned, you know, I, I got a picture of everybody, and they drugged me into, I didn't want to like, for, you know, I didn't want right. to invite myself, oh no, not with Dr. Who group, you, you're, you're family. <laughs> they pulled us in. It, they did indulge me, Richard. I wish you would have been here because this is the second time. Oh. <laughs> exactly, it did happen. I went to the first doctor, and they were like, "No, no, we want him." So as I'm walking through, I went, "Doctor, doctor, 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 doctor." <laughs> went through the entire thing, man, and I was just like, "No." <laughs> Not only was there a great uh, 13th Doctor there, there was a cosplayer there as the new Doctor. And I had to look at him and I go, are you him? And he's like, yeah, I'm him. And I go, no, 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 no. I know who you look like, but are you him? Because dude was identical. <laughs> but... So, um, yeah, there's going to be uh, Christmas is going to be lit this year for Doctor Who fans because now you're going to have to renew your Disney Plus subscription. Just forewarn everybody. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, I <laughs> oh, well, we got, uh, well, you know, I am, but I, I kept thinking I was getting mine through. Do something else, but it doesn't matter. Are you, are you on that iPlay and, and telling them you're in Britain territory? No, 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 no. Uh, mine I might have been through Amazon. Okay. Because I think the last couple seasons I had to, quote, unquote, purchase. Oh, okay, okay. But I don't even think that's going to be available that way because the new deal is exclusively streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Which I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, but the only I, thing is... That one, have you heard about where, the, where all the old doctors are coming back with their companions and stuff? 
That's yes. not going to be available in America. I'll find it, dude. Where I'm just, I'm just saying it was just bizarre that they didn't get a distribution deal because that's going to be on that I play whatever service that BBC owns or something. I think what it is, Rich, and if I'm if I'm wrong, anybody watching or listening, feel free to correct me. But one thing Doctor Who has always done is uh, around Christmas time they do the red nose uh, benefit. They do they they do a charity thing for um, the red nose organization where they'll do like a short. Oh, okay. Or they'll do something, you know. Well, well, I heard they were going to take all those episodes and stitch them together into a like a like a full blown like mini movie or something that was going to go on world distribution. I don't okay. think it's going to be available as individual episodes because they were supposed to be like micro episodes or something, and then it was going to be distributed different, maybe on like Disney Plus or something. But possible, I, but but it's it's going to be a great time to be a doctor who fan because i mean there's no spoilers i mean you know if you if you if you watched the, the final episode like 6 years ago it feels like tenants back we're going to get the doctor oh my god i freaked out the other day you know i i was watching pluto tv you know they have the doctor to, the classic doctor who channel i was flipping yep, yep, through yep. they had the five doctor episodes yep yep Did you see that yep. Oh yes. my! I go. This is that, and I I've, I saw them once a long time ago, and I hadn't seen them since then. And I sat and watched that all night. They played all. Was there three episodes? Two, three? Yeah. I, I want to say three. Yeah, I sat. I didn't quite get all the way on the first episode because it was like later on. It had already started, and I watched it. But I sat and watched the other two, and it was like late. <laughs> yeah. Because that's yeah. like live TV. That's still, you know, what the kids aren't used to. It's live TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I have, between Pluto, uh, oh, TV, T-E-E-V. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I am not, a, I am not hurting for commercials anymore, you know, because, <clears throat> oh, it was Mystery Science Theater 3000 because, there's something so I know I'm getting off topic, but there's something so weird with the properties of Mystery Science Theater 2000 where this service can do these episodes, this service can right, stream yeah. these episodes. You can get all of them on YouTube, but you know, right. so it's like if you want to watch it, I got absolutely no problem, you know. Well, well, that's just like right now, Warner Brothers sold off everything to everybody, <laughs> yeah, but. The one nice thing about that service, Richard, with those commercials, it's not like the old CW no. app where it was the same. Dude, there were times where I saw the same commercial back to back to back <laughs> three to four times. I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. did you did you hear about this Superman season is the last? There's no more DC on CW. So the actual done, which is good. We, we kind of predicted that, you know. Yeah. Because I think that's what we were talking about on the last episode was that, where it was going to go, if it was actually going to happen or not, because they were actually maybe not even doing it, I think, the last time we talked, but they were doing it half yeah. Oh, did I say it? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I was holding now, before I deleted the app off you know, my Roku, it was like I, I wanted to find out what the status was. I'm like, I was almost at the point where it says, like, I don't care if I have to pay for it through Amazon. I was like, I'm done with the CW. 
Yeah, I think it's only going to be a limited run or something. The only yeah. sad thing is, though, I did watch a show the other day. It has a uh, what's her name from Back to the Future? Uh, Leah Thompson. Yeah, she's playing Murder She Wrote. Basically, it's like a, it's like a mom and daughter murder. Yeah, because it, it's because she's like a an author. The she's like a, a mystery author, and they're solving because mysteries or something. It was bizarre. <laughs> Isn't the daughter on her show her real daughter? I think so. I'm not 100. It's not the same last name. But it was but... just so funny. My mom was watching, and I walked in, and I go, what is this? That's What's her name? So I just started watching it, too, and I go, is this Murder, She Wrote, Rerun? <laughs> <laughs> I know, kids. You don't know who Murder, She Wrote, but... <laughs> I still love the theory that it was actually Jessica was like a serial killer and was <laughs> <laughs> digressing. But no, Doctor Who. Yeah. The other thing I am like ridiculously excited for was one of my all-time favorite uh, actor, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is going to no. be the toy. Oh. And I had to go back through. I'm like, oh my God, they really did bring that character back because I was like, it sounds familiar, and I think it was on Pluto or something, but found, like, the old episode, like, oh, to see him in Doctor Who, oh, if they don't make a Doctor Horrible joke, I am going to, I'm going to riot, but, <laughs> but, I mean, to have Neil Patrick, oh, God. Yeah, this whole, this whole 60th anniversary is going to be something else, you know. It's going to be, what? yeah. Uh, oh, we should talk a little bit. Did you finish Ahsoka? Ahsoka. I said Ahsoka. I did. I did. Uh, I very much enjoyed Ahsoka. It, it was, I. Or, or I should yeah. say Rebels uh, episode Rebels season, season eight or whatever. Yeah. Rebels season two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the. I did. I really, I really did enjoy it, and I am very interested in see how they they build off of it. Because at least it it answered a lot of questions. Because right. it was just like, okay, well, if this, if uh, like, like where was Ahsoka during this time, and where yeah. was, well, she's. In a galaxy, even in the Star Wars universe, a galaxy far, far away, you know. And and I liked how they incorporated like old Jedi stuff because the whole sequence where um oh the Sith guy was talking about how they're not real Jedi's, they're like broken Jedi's or something like that. Yes. You know, and that almost makes sense why. It goes straight back to Empire Strikes Back is why Luke was the last because he was the last one to be trained by a real Jedi. He was the yes, he <coughs> he was the last Jedi. See, this is where it really did it, it that show did a really good job of filling plot holes. Right. Um that last trilogy of movies. He was the last quote unquote Jedi. Not the last force using slash sensitive. Well, person. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, 
Yeah, because it's ridiculous to think that the the force just that you know what I mean that it that the force just stopped, you know. And right, and, and what it is is because they use the force in different ways than what how Jedi's really use it. Yes, you know, I mean, they don't have you know, like you saw Ezra like use his the force sensitive stuff to do other stuff that Jedi's don't really do. You know. Yeah. I mean, yes, they do push people and do stuff, but it's not a offensive maneuver. It's more of a defensive maneuver. Right. I still, I know there's people that still. It's a, it's a great Star Wars argument. I, I would almost consider Ezra a Jedi because I mean he was trained by Kanan, who was trained by a Jedi. True. You know, so but, but he didn't kind of complete because he was killed before he completed his full training. Right. But it's kind of like saying that how uh, what's a what's a good way of uh oh well he's got superpowers, but he's not in the Justice League. He's not a Justice League member. Right. But he still has superpowers. Yeah. But the Justice League is dead. Yes, the last Justice League member is the Justice League is no more. But they're still superheroes. It's a convoluted way of saying it, but right. I'd have mentioned oh Loki. Oh yeah. We're getting ready Dude, to go. <laughs> oh my god, look, man. I, I don't care what your opinions are of the other uh Disney Marvel properties that have come out in the last few years. Loki is still top notch, dude. The writing on it—that good storytelling, well crafted storytelling. Yeah, I actually went back and rewatched um, um, the last Ant Man. <laughs> it was like I was on like the, the when they first went back and um, traveled through time. I go, wait a sec, I got rewatch Ant Man, so I rewatched Ant Man. <laughs> So did I, but just because I'm obsessed with it. I but, know why you I, yeah, yeah, yeah. watched it. Yeah. Wait, you know what? I don't care what he, I know I, I I know I'm biased, but man, that movie did not that movie that movie does not deserve the the hate it gets. I think it's just because it had nothing to do with the quote unquote MCU. You know what I mean? And oh, you know it, it Ant Man was Ant-Man and Quant Wasp Quantumania was the same thing as Ant-Man and Ant-Man and Wasp. It was its own deal. It was yeah. its own property. It was its own thing. But man, Loki. Now, now the last episode, this is where we're going to deal a little bit of spoilers, but that last episode, you know, he took the book. I thought he was going to recreate everything, you know. Then it just spaghettified on him you know it was like that's crazy oh dude that moment it is very rare anymore that there is a real gotcha moment in and shows like that it for me anymore but again spoiler alert when dude walked into that chamber and just spaghettified instantly i i was shocked like, I did not see that coming. I mean, I had a feeling something was going to go wrong. But, dude, they they spaghettified him. Like, 
Pow! Special effect. Holy crap. Did you notice, Richard? If you go back and you rewatch it when they, when old boy gets spaghettified, dude, you can see rib cage. Oh. <laughs> you, I was just like, whoa, wait a minute. Rewind. Ooh, oh, that, no, unnecessary. <laughs> Just, oh, man, so well written. Like, a great example is, like, when he was uh, time-slipping. When he time-slipped, he walked into that, that room, and he saw him with the book. Right. And then, like, a minute... For us, like not even a minute later, he was on the other end of it. Well done. Yeah, yeah, that's like those ones. You know, it's I don't know. It's just bizarre how time works that way in Marvel. You know. Yeah, but it was really interesting to see like all them getting pulled out of all of the the, the main the main uh, protagonists. You know, seeing them in their respected timelines. Jets, the ski jets. Yeah, <laughs> and even goddamn it, when they're when they're in Obi's um, hangar or whatever, and he's trying to sell the doctor lady a jet ski. Oh yeah, ever yeah, uh, aquatic uh, recreational vehicle. Yeah, finance is available. Like Jesus, come on. <laughs> but yeah, it's this is like okay now. It's like, does that have to be to make everything else work? But then you had so much stuff where they're trying to make it work, but then it doesn't work. And so how many branches did they just create through those episodes, you know? Uh, yeah. It's – that's what makes a really good show, Richard, is you re not really not knowing what's coming next. They showed, you know, everybody in that room getting spaghettified. And then even Sylvie. Oh, yeah. Holy. Oh, man. Loki, not I, yeah. Last episode this week, as of our recording, so. <laughs> yes. Loki's, oh, man. I'm just really enjoying that one. And I think we've, we've only got the one episode left, right? Yeah, yeah, I think this is it. Because these are smaller series. The only good thing, though, we did get the trailer for Echo dropped this week. Yes, and I'm... I, I really am looking forward to that one. Especially knowing what we know about the future of the... You can make an entire episode of this, Richard. The, the future of the MCU. They're doing what we said they should have done, Richard. Especially when we found out about like the how they just completely fired everybody on the Daredevil oh, staff. Yeah, and started it's over. Like, we're starting yeah. over. We're doing this. They're doing it right. Well, we hope. Well, yes. Their intentions are good. They're, they're taking a step in the right direction. Yeah, I still don't think they know exactly how they're going to wrap this up, you know, especially now that they don't really have the actor playing Kang anymore. Are they just going to keep with that? Or they I know. To bring in Doctor Doom? Because they talk about keep bringing Doctor Doom, and then you got the Fantastic Four that can spin out of that. But now with the writer's strike, we're pushed back past 2025 before we'll almost have anything 
major that hadn't been done, you know. And, and then I don't know if you would call this a spoiler, but I guess evidently uh, there's a scene in a trailer or maybe even at the end of Marvels where I'm talking about Richard the X. Yeah. You know, what's coming next and then, you know, it fades and the X stays there, you know, and who's that, who's that, you know, standing in front of, uh, uh, Rambo. Yeah. It, it's, well, at least this week they've started to admit that all of the X-Men movies is canon now with Marvel, but just yes. an alternate universe, you know, or the multiverse. Yep. So, you know, it's kind of nice in a way, but I don't know. I think we just need a big crisis and we wipe everything else and the flash comes over. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. Did you like no, that? I, <laughs> I think Marvel's learned their lesson from DC. Like, yeah. <laughs> did you watch, did you see that, that, uh, oh, what's his name? The one that plays flash and um, what's his name did the thing. And they said, Barry. <laughs> I can't remember what the, the product was, but it was a commercial with Ryan Reynolds and Grant Austin. Yeah. And, it's very obviously Ryan Reynolds is himself, but Grant Austin is supposed to be somebody else. And he's like, he's like trying to egg him. And he's like, could you, would you say it's fast as a flash? <laughs> and it was just like, you're my favorite Barry. <laughs> like, God damn it. It's like, and then they called um, uh, him uh, Hal then. <laughs> you're my favorite when he when Ryan Reynolds slips underneath his breath, you know, you're my favorite Barry and, and yeah. Grant says you're my favorite Hal. Like, ooh, Barry, you know. <laughs> well, well, at least that Green Lantern is on like Amazon and we'll be on Netflix again. <laughs> <sighs> they, they packaged it in with that DC bundle that's on Amazon and Netflix coming out. So Yeah. I don't hate that movie. It could have was it great? No. Was it a little bit? Yes. Was it? Oh, okay. It was bad. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying, man. At least we're going to get in the theaters. Hopefully, Aquaman on Christmas, right? Um. Yes. And I will go see. I am. Controversy aside, for a certain actress, I am still an Aquaman fan. I am still a fan of the actor. The previews that I've seen of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch, I'm gonna go to the theater and see it. I uh, decided note. You did did you see Fast X or Fast Ten? His part in there is hilarious. I adore him, man. I, I watched that one. I think it might have been on Netflix. It was like um uh oh the dream uh Nemo. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Again, people, this is why you can tell we don't have writers because I. You know, <laughs> we go blind. We're, we're professionals. We'll mention shit that we can't remember, you know, but. <laughs> but, no, that was, but, but the whole little sequence, they, they played homage to Aquaman because he like falls off the bridge and he's like in the water, you know. And it's, uh, it's like he's like Aquaman. It's so funny, you know. It, it really does. He, it's gotten to that point, Richard, where the one thing that both Marvel and DC have in common is 
knows what's going to happen. Every, everything going on with Marvel right now about, oh, is are we going to continue with Kang? Are we not continue with Kang? Are we, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't have the energy to care. When the next movie comes out, I'll watch it. Yeah. I, until then, I'm not. I want to see Marvels. You know, I'm a huge Brie Larson fan. I'm sorry, but Brie Larson. No, 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 no. No, I, I, I am very excited to see that one. Just as long as the working at the Waffle House. I mean, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more in it for Ms. Marvel though, because man, again, that show was way better than it got credit for. I absolutely, again, casting, they couldn't have done any better than, than the actress they got. I am. I I want to see it, but I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. I'm going I'm going into that movie to see Cap or to see Ms. Marvel. I'm I'm watching that movie for for Kamala Khan. That's yeah. that girl deserves better. She does no, she that character deserves better. Ms. Marvel is one of my favorite characters in the comic books right now. And I, but yeah. Hey, shoot. Uh, when is that? When, when does the Marvels come out? Uh, Geek Night is Thursday of um, whatever the coming Thursday is. Um, ninth? The ninth? Yeah. It's yeah. out the 10th. The fri for Friday's the 10th, right? Well, as yeah, of, as of, yeah, yeah. As of us uh, doing this show, it's probably like another week or so. We're gonna have to go. We, yeah, it's, we next week, it's next weekend. So as our <coughs> which is I'm looking on my calendar right now, which is the tenth. Geek, Geek night is the ninth, and the tenth is when it comes to theaters. Technically, I and I want to see that. I have to see that one at the theater. I, like I have a feeling three of them together. You know, when they have to, whenever they use their powers, they exchange places and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So definitely something to look forward to. Speaking of things to look forward to, Richard, we're going to have to get together and watch that movie, and hopefully, we'll be able to uh, do a review of it uh, shortly after it comes out. But until then, Richard, uh, where can people find us um, on all of the socials? Um, the easiest place is. I'm sorry, I, th I threw that at you. Oh, yeah. no, 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 I have it ready. I just had to knock it up. Is that UVN dot plus P L U S? Um, this is the place where you can find our main website. It has our archive of all videos from going on 21 years now. We're going to be legal this year. <laughs> and, um, and then you find our social links and stuff like that where I throw out lots of little tidbits you know i try to stay from the memes but every once in a while you'll see something pop up or oh. mike or mike sends me something we post it yeah. and stuff, so um it's it's not that bad and then i always put <clears throat> whole stuff here and there so gotta keep up with the influencing that we can do <laughs> i will smack you across the screen richard oh i hate that that's such a dirty word I, <laughs> we hi we're you there's an inside joke people i'm sorry <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, if you took the time to watch or listen to this, thank you very much. We appreciate it. I'm going to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and comment. You can you can email us. We can tell you. Yes. <laughs> We've been here for commenting and saying stuff for us since way before 
Yeah, back in our days, we didn't have the like button. You sent up smoke signals to let us know you watched the show. Anyway. Well, well we, actually sent, we actually sent our shows out on VHS tape. Now, come on. Amen, brother. We were on public access. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, on behalf of myself, Mike Boroff, and my good friend, Richard Connerjohn, thank you for watching and or listening. And, Richard, it's been a little while, but I would love to say it again. Please press the button. <laughs>